You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Walks are up. Hit by pitches are all-time high on a pace. So those two areas tell you that it's not about command. Now it's about who's throwing the nastiest. Is it coincidence that Garrett Cole's spin rate numbers went down yesterday after four minor leagues get suspended for 10 games? Is it, you know, is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> yes. Fight. Honestly, like, this is exactly, well, I, I hope for two things when the Twins signed Josh Donaldson. I hope that they would win more games. <laughs> I hope that they would win a World Series or just nice. a playoff game. Uh, that would be nice. If that's not possible... I just wanted conflict. I wanted him to be calling guys out. I wanted the thing that happened between Josh Donaldson and Glenn Perkins like five or six years ago. I wanted that like every night. And damn it, we're going to get it tonight. And I don't know what's going to happen, but Garrett Cole and Josh Donaldson are going to show down tonight at Target Field. And I am here for it, boys. Got my popcorn for this. Oh, hell. I wrote about it. Scorenorth.com. I wrote an entire column saying, what's the response? Because, I mean, this is. So this actually dates back to late March when baseball informed teams that they were going to begin to monitor baseballs but not crack down initially. And I feel like the Joe Joe West taking the hat from the Cardinals reliever coming into the game against the White Sox has sort of expedited this uh, storyline up to last week when we get the SI just detailed breakdown of people off the record talking about. To be clear, we're not talking about pine tar rosin or sunscreen we're talking about concoctions spider tack yes made especially for this like we are talking about things like like uh stickum right like things that where so this is not a this has crossed the threshold or this has crossed the line of i use pine tar to keep control so i don't accidentally hit a guy in the head. I mean, that used to be the old thing, and that was fine. Yeah. This is now. I am going to make the baseball do things that no. I'm going to look like Houdini on the mound, and so that's why this is now. This has become a big deal because it's not. I'm trying to, um, on a hot summer's night, lose control of the baseball. It is. I'm going to do things with the baseball that have never been done before. <laughs> yeah, it was a little suspicious when. Uh... When Garrett Cole, like Spider-Man, threw a pitch last week that he just stopped in midair and then pulled back to his body. And then, you know, it's like, all right, we might, we might need to look into this, this spider tack thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's play this clip. So this is from yesterday, a Yankees beat writer. And this is what I love about the New York reporters. They don't really give a rip about <laughs> what the players think, what Yankees PR thinks. Like, they're going to ask pointed specific and some t- cases antagonizing questions to get answers for the fans, right? Or to just to get a better story or whatever it may be. So, Dex, you tell me how much. It's like a minute-long clip, so, but the first 20 seconds are the most amazing that, That's exactly what we have here, the first 20 okay, seconds so, of this clip. So Garrett Cole, who signed a $300 million contract, 
was a top prospect that kind of flamed out with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Not flamed out, but like he was kind of a number two, number three. Then he goes to the Astros. And, oh, the Astros are just a pitching factory. All of a sudden, he becomes like the greatest strikeout pitcher in baseball history, basically. And then he goes to the Yankees, $300 million contract. Hmm. Uh, there seems to be a weird jump in your spin rates and your numbers. And this beat writer used the specific substance, spider tack, in his question. Have you ever used spider tack before as a pitcher? And have you ever used spider tack while pitching? Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I I don't know if uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that. To be honest, <laughs> it's the oh. worst possible answer. Oh, save me from that clip. Oh. Now he he did go on for the next forty seconds. He sort of recovered a little bit and said, "Listen, like there's been guys from previous generations that have passed down certain things, and if baseball wants to crack down on." the things that have been normally used behind the scenes. Like he kind of brought it back to, listen, if baseball wants to regulate some of this stuff, that's great. Yeah. But my biggest question for you guys is, have you ever been in a situation in your life where I'm thinking like Declan back in high school, sneaking booze out of the 100%. liquor cabinet, right? Like, yeah. uh, Declan, I thought that whiskey bottle was uh, was full last time we checked it. And, and, and you know that you're going to get asked a question, and you better have an answer to it, right? That was Garrett Cole yesterday. Like, how do you not have some, like, how have you not thought about being asked that question at some point over the last month and have just an immediate, like, even if you're lying, like, how do you not have an answer to that question is my question. Because I think what he's afraid of, because he's, I think he's a pretty smart guy. I think what he's afraid of is the A-Rod, Palmero. no, I never used spider tech. I didn't use it. And then, of course, he did, and it comes back, and that's a media core that will then eat you up. Like, right. like it's, they won't let that go. So I think he doesn't know how to answer it because he knows he's guilty. And I don't, and he clearly at this point in time, when baseball is actively trying to look for guys to suspend for 10 games, pitchers, he doesn't want to say, yeah, I, you know what? I have dabbled in spider tack, but he also knows that if he flat out goes, a rod is like, I have never used spider tack that it's going to come back and, bite him in the ass because it's going to come out that he did so i think that's where he's lost he he also has a he has a role on i think the executive council of the players association committee and the most hilarious thing is at some point during this zoom call yesterday garrett cole talks about well you know i mean if they want to crack down this is something we all have to do together and there will be conversations (laughs) garrett there will be no conversations let me tell you how this is going to go you cheat you get suspended. Like he, he made it sound like we'll talk about this in the winter time. No, you're not going <laughs> to talk about it in the winter, Garrett. You're about to get suspended if you use spider tech again. So, yeah, we just listen, everyone. We just all need to come together. Yeah, that's what he was doing. Like, dude, you signed a three hundred million dollar contract because your spin rate jumped because of an illegal substance. And I, so you know, that my first thought was, oh my god, like you have to have a better answer than um uh. uh, uh, uh. For, for 20 That's seconds. That's why he didn't. I don't think he knows what to do. Another quick side note. I was, uh, this last weekend, my wife and I binged season two of Dirty John on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen. No. I've heard of it. Season one or season two. Didn't see it. Um, season two is about a man who spends two years cheating on his wife and lying about it with his office secretary, and then she winds up killing him and oh. the secretary. And it's, uh, it's all very grim. But for for two years, he's cheating on her, 
and coming home. And he's t- he's taking weekend trips with the secretary and then lying about where he's been. And she's onto it, and she keeps questioning him, like, "Well, I I showed up to your work today, and, and there was a birthday cake in your office, and you guys you were apparently gone with the secretary. Well, like, where are you guys?" And he's like, "Listen, honey, it's." Uh, me and the boys, and yeah, and Linda was with us too, but it was me and the boy. Like he always had an answer for it because he knew he was going to get asked. Creepy and awful. Um, but Garrett Coleman, like, be better. On the flip side, this is all baseball's fault. Okay, baseball is for twenty five years, and Rob Manfred is as bad as Bud Selig ever was when it comes to putting his head in the sand with various cheating crises. Look at what the Astros were doing. They got those players did not get punished. Baseball for 25 years has just turned a blind eye to cheating, steroids, to uh, stealing signs from catchers, and now pitchers going above and beyond the standard uh, rosin and sunscreen combination. And then, instead of coming up with just regulated, out-in-the-open ways for pitchers, like there should just be a regulated substance, just like there's a, there's a rosin bag behind the mound. That everyone for a hundred years has agreed. If your hands are too sweaty, you know, here's a here's a powder bag that you can use to get a better feel for the baseball, right? And it's regulated. It's sitting literally out in the middle of the stadium <laughs> for everyone to use. They should have the same thing in the NBA. Players want a better grip on the basketball, and so there's like there's and they want they want their feet to have better grip on the court. So they've got these little sticky pads that they stand on before they walk on the court. They've got the powder, like it's all out in the open, right? No one's cheating. No one's putting a substance on their shoe to get better grip than somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. why don't they just have a standardized grip substance that pitchers can openly use and just end this conversation? And instead, they lag behind this for decades, and now they're just throwing people under the bus left and right because they didn't have the wherewithal to police it themselves. And so now that they've, what, threatened in the next couple weeks or so that they're going to start to suspend p- pitchers who were caught for 10 games, and they're now going to ask umpires to thoroughly check pitchers, which they've never really done previously. Like, you couldn't take uh, a thumbtack, you know, out to the mound or something. But I don't know that there's ever really been a crackdown on substances um, beyond, like, back in the spitball days. So here's the thing about this, though, that I do think is the easier fix. It's the fact that this is going to be an attempt to get offense back in the game. And I think we can all agree. Like there was a time when if you saw a couple guys throw 100 miles per hour or something or have a crazy break on their pitch, it was like, oh, that was really cool to see once or twice. But I don't need to see that a ton. Steroids were fun. Like let's let's be upfront. Steroids were fun. I mean, come on, McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, they became superhuman-looking dudes who hit Mm -hmm. the baseball improbable. So, like, when you had to crack down on steroids, you're basically the fun police because you're like, you can't have that much fun. Yeah. Um, This this fix, to me, is very simple. Pitchers start to get suspended. They don't cheat as much. Their Their pitches are still probably pretty damn good, but they're not as good, right? So I do think that reversing this while it's been compared to steroids i think it's a much simpler thing because everybody except for pitchers are going to enjoy the results of this where with steroids it was like yeah but did, did you see that mcguire home run last night i mean that was fun yeah. so. and, th- and think about just in terms of baseball's macro crisis of losing young fans and just not having any compelling on the field storylines to follow, right? I mean, the NBA has had a million of them. They've got 
LeBron James going to the Heat, and then LeBron, like all these LeBron James stories, and the Warriors, and the player movement, and there's all these things. Um, the NFL always has amazing storylines and marketable stars, right? And Major League Baseball has been trying to find its footing for probably 15 or 20 years, ever since the steroid era came to a, a real end. And what are the things that we talk about most often now lately with baseball, the last 15 years? Oh, we talk about all those players from the 90s that had to be had to show up to a congressional hearing and then lie. Sosa McGuire, Palmero, Frank Thomas, all those guys, Roger Clemens. And then we go from there to the Astros cheating scandal from three or four years ago. Like it's all these scandals that make you question what's real, what's not. Are these pitchers actually good? Or are they just using amazing sticky substances to throw better breaking balls? Like you're like the first thing you think of when you watch a baseball game are all the things that need to be fixed. Why is the game taking so long? Right. Are these pitches real? Are hitters doing steroids? Right. It's like none none of it is about the actual game itself and the players themselves. Right. So they they can't connect with young fans as it is. They're blacking games out on their online platforms as it is, and then they've got all these big questions about whether players are doing things on the up and up. And Rob Manfred's still the commissioner. I mean, why is he still the commissioner? He is, for as bad as Bud Selig was for periods, Rob Manfred is exponentially worse than Bud Selig was. Yeah, because, well, Bud oversaw the steroid era for sure, and he knew it was going on for sure, right? Like, there's no way that Bud was like, oh, I didn't, I, those guys got bigger, didn't know that. Uh, but I, I will say this. I think deep down, I think deep down, Bud Selig cared about the game. I really do. Um, odd guy, for sure. Rob Manfred doesn't care about the game. I think the only reason that Rob is there is to oversee the work stoppage of 2022. I really do. I think that this is a bottom line. He's a lawyer. Uh, the the people that run the sport want a guy in place that, that can play hardball as much as possible with players. So. That's the problem. But, yeah, I mean, baseball, it, it's as if nobody within baseball, like, looks at these different leagues, right? Basketball, football. And it's like, they got some really good ideas, and, like, they grow their game continually. Baseball's such a, yeah, but, I mean, come on, Hank, we've always done it this way. And it's it's frustrating to watch because baseball can be a great game. Like, baseball's still a great sport. I'm sorry. It's still a great sport. but. Think about this one, okay? Think about what baseball has become in the last five to ten years as far as as things being taken out of the game that are actually exciting. The stolen base being gone is not good. The stolen base is cool. The stolen base is a lot of fun to watch. Like, if you've got guys who can steal bases, that's an enjoyable thing as a, a fan. Guy on first. This guy's quick. You know, back in the day, he has 60 steals. Can he get to 70? And now it's like, yeah, but that's not a productive way to get a base. So it, it's also this weird, it, it's this weird old guard and new guard in baseball. And I'm not sure either guard completely gets it. Because it's the it's the new guard that sort of cracked down on. That doesn't make a lot of sense to, to do. But as a fan, it's exciting to me. Like the stolen base being gone doesn't really make sense, right? Don't you enjoy the it stolen ma- base? As as a new a school play. guy, it makes sense 
strategically and Correct. analytically to not steal to not attempt to steal as many bases. I get like you, that. You, like you need to hit eighty some percent to make it a worthwhile. But do you not? But do you not enjoy the gamble that it provides? And if yeah. a guy is, and if a guy has the ability to steal bases, that makes him more dynamic in my eyes as a fan. Yeah, well, I mean, so the I totally M- the, get what you're saying. The NBA's got the same thing, and I, I, I actually enjoy today's product. But most of the teams in today's NBA are taking two shots. They're taking shots at point blank range, and they're taking threes. And and only the rare, like there's there's still some guys, Chris Paul, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, that are good enough shooters from mid range where they're gonna they're gonna take those shots still. But the game is not as layered. The game is not as layered in baseball as it was a long time ago. Uh, I'm glad that Theo Epstein has been hired on as an internal consultant to try and untangle a lot of this mess. As far as tonight is concerned and the Twins and the Yankees, um, I just want to see Josh Donaldson hit a ball 450 feet (laughs) off Garrett Cole and do the degeneration X crotch chop around the bases. And I want benches to clear, baby. I want chaos tonight. I'm very curious to see if Cole buzzes the tower. I don't think he dares do that. I I'm just saying you might be right, but I'd I like mean, he could he could claim. Oh, sorry. That one got away. Wish I had a little Buzzes. bit of exactly. substance. I'm just saying the tower. I, if something doesn't happen tonight, I'm going to be the most disappointed person in the stadium. Well, I Do- want something to happen tonight. If Donaldson even gets a single off Garrett Cole, he will chirp or stare him down. He can't help himself. And I'm here for it. Right. I don't know if Garrett Cole strikes out Donaldson. I don't know if he will then stare back or, but something will happen. I don't know how something Garrett Cole is wired, but if he has a temper at all, like this is the worst thing because he was called out in particular. And Donaldson is a very smart dude. Like he's a calculating dude. He knew that the twins were going to play the y- Yankees in an upcoming series. Cause he made these comments on Friday in Kansas city. He knew that starting on Tuesday night, that these two teams were were going to meet, and he's smart enough where my guess is he knew Cole was going to pitch. So, I mean, this is a firm attempt to get into the head of Cole. Now, here's my question for you guys, though. There's been a lot of off-the-record comments about this stuff and, and on background, hey, the pitchers are doing this, but the SI story was largely made up of unnamed people who gave their thoughts but are like, I can't be named. Donaldson's one of the few guys so far to come out and like directly talk about this, and he brings up a name in Garrett Cole. Trevor Bauer has also, I believe, mm-hmm. named Garrett named. Cole before. Right. Uh, but, but I mean, I think this is one of the few hitters to actually name names and talk about what's happening and how it's hurting baseball on the record. So here's my, here's my question, though. And this is the one thing, again, by not having access to the clubhouse, we don't know. How interesting do you find it that Donaldson is one of the few people to do this? And to me, it speaks volumes about how he feels about his own pitchers. Because I think a lot of of guys aren't talking about this because if they do it, they know that they're indicting at least some of their teammates who are pitchers, right? Because, I mean, this is being done. It's rampant. I just find it intriguing that Donaldson, I'm not shocked by it, but he has the the cojones or the doesn't care 
to talk about this because if I'm a pitcher in the clubhouse with for the Twins and I, I don't know maybe maybe I use some of the tacky stuff. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm go on a limb. I'm gonna go on a limb and say that Alex Colome and uh, Matt Shoemaker aren't using the same concoction that no. Garrett Cole has been using. I know, but don't you find it? Just don't you find it? But don't you find it intriguing? Because to me, what this means is, you know what, you, you guys aren't that good. I don't care. I'm talking about it. Yeah. It's like the ship has sailed. Sorry, J Hap. Sorry, uh, sorry, Robles. We're gonna we're gonna out you guys. Hey, Colomay was great last night. I don't don't know what you're talking about. It really was. Yeah. It was so clutch. Yeah. So good. All right, I got it. Um, All I'm saying is this could cause a little friction, and I'm here for that as well. Yeah. These twins conversations, talking twins, talking cheating every single day, powered by our friends at Dennis Kirk. Dennis Kirk is here for your summer rides. They've got everything to make sure you don't miss a minute of riding this summer. Whether you ride a Harley, a Metric Cruiser, sport bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. And if you order by 8 p.m., they ship the same day. And shipping is free for orders over $89. So um, check them out, DennisKirk.com. They ship today. As far as the actual standings and the games it, uh, themselves here, I saw the Athletic put a nugget out yesterday that the Twins front office was using these six games at home against the Yankees and the Astros this week as sort of a final barometer hmm. for whether they can compete with the best teams, the big dogs in the American League, which I say that ship has sailed. If there was any doubt, they would have had to probably win like five of six of these games. Well, now they need to run the table because they got beat last night. And they're just like, even defensively, they're just, they melt they down. Four, def- they made four errors last night. Astadio had just two terrible plays. One, the ball might have gotten lost in the lights, but, like, come on, dude. Why is Donaldson not playing third now? Something's up there. Yeah. He's played third base once since Friday. Yeah. He played Saturday, but he's been DHing. He's been ready uh, for the heavyweight bout that is tonight against Well, and here's the thing, though. If they they had a guy to stick at third who was competent, I'd be like, oh, okay, good idea. He, he, you know, gets some days off in the field. But Astadio at third? That ball that he cut off last night on the throw from Larnick from left field Dude, was one of the most inexcusable cutoffs I have ever seen. It didn't quite rise to the level of Manny Ramirez yes. cutting off that Johnny Damon throw. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> yeah. From like, from like 17 years ago. Good one, yeah. Johnny Damon throws a ball in from left center, and Manny Ramirez, who's playing left field, dives and cuts the throw off. <laughs> Uh, so that's still the George Washington on the Mount Rushmore. But that one last night was very strange. I don't know why. Like, what is the benefit of cutting that ball off? I don't really don't understand. There was none. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what the benefit was. Zero. Um, but in terms of trade discussions, we've and, and I saw Declan put it out on the Score North Twitter account, too. Just if you had to trade or keep, trade and keep one of these two, Barrios and Buxton, um, which one would you trade? Which one would you keep? And... I think most people are saying, well, why would you trade either one of them? Well, both have a year and a half left on their contracts. Both have turned down every extension you've offered them to this point. If Barrios, for instance, wants to hit the open market in a year and a half, this would be a really good time to trade him. So that's a good segue to our friend Judd Zolgad, who has put together all of the different trade rumors and discussions surrounding some of the key players on these teams in the Twin Cities. Barrios, Buxton, Fiala, Fiala, back to Buxton, over Buxton? to Fiala, back over to Kat. give us Don't your pecking Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter. Hunter fires goes well. 
cat rumors we've Drop seen. Drop pass to Carl Anthony Towns. Towns, back to Barrios. What is your pecking order of players that have been rumored in trades okay. recently and the likelihood that they actually get traded? So I've got those five guys. And to start off with, my parameters are, are this. Barrios or Buxton, very well, might be dealt, but both won't be. So one is going to be atop th- this list, and one I drop down, because if one goes, they both don't go. Got that? Okay. So so this is this list is predicated on the fact that I am banking on which Twins player will be traded. <clears throat> In fact, you know what? I'm, I'm going to start at the bottom of the list. It's okay. no fun yeah, to start, no, you the, top start the bottom. Yep. It's no fun. Yeah, gentlemen. All, yep. 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 <laughs> Number five on my list, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. I, I don't see any reason to, at this point, explore trading him. Uh, I don't see a return that would be that would justify attempting to trade him. Chris Finch needs to see what he's got in in Ant and Carl Anthony Towns and D'Lo. And so number five on my list, and this could change, but for now, I think Towns for sure is staying put. I agree. We're, we're a year away from, because he has three years left in his contract, I believe. So you, you, you could go another year, sort of feel out this nucleus. If you miss the playoffs again or miss the play-in again, then you can make a decision next offseason. And by the way, by ne- by next year at this time, we better damn well have a good, real good, clear view of what Ant, Cat, and D'Lo can do. Like, I'm done with the old, well, they're growing together, right? Like, that's fair right now. But a year from now, we should be able to have uh, Gerson Rosas and Chris Finch make definitive decisions. All right. Number four on th- this list, which is going to give away a little bit of the direction I'm going here, Byron Buxton. Um, Byron Buxton, the Twins, I think, are going to sign Brios or Buxton. They probably can't afford to sign both. And Buxton, my God, I mean, the, the skill set, man, he tripled in AAA last night in St. Paul. Um, it, this would be a tough one to trade away because if he ever, and I, I know, and I'm almost done with this as well but if he ever can put it together as far as health goes not playing he's there playing wise if he can ever put it together as far as health goes i mean this is one of the most special players in baseball with a with a wide-ranging skill set that very few have so four on my list is byron buck yeah one note about that too I said this on yesterday's show. Yes, it's a gamble health-wise with Buxton. It's a gamble health-wise with Barrios, too, even though he hasn't had major injury issues. He's a pitcher who's been throwing nasty stuff for his whole career without really any injury. So that means he's probably due for an injury. So just let's just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. Perhaps a little tack? Perhaps a little sticky tack? Uh... uh... I, I don't know how to answer, <laughs> how to answer Jose that. Jose Brios, have you used? I'm not sure how to answer that. All right. Number three on my list. Much to the dismay of the executive producer of this show. Mm. He'll accept it, but he won't like it. That's my life. Kevin Fiala. Um, Bill Guerin at the season-ending press conference for the Wild talked about Kaprizov and Fiala and that that group of guys being uh, long-term players here. Nonetheless... If you are seriously going to pursue what you consider to be a number one center during the course of this summer, it's going to cost you a lot. And and Kaprizov is staying put. I've seen Kaprizov's name. Like, would would you trade him? Are, are you crazy? The hell, we'll do that. 
Uh, I you just Where, got him. And I've seen that too. Where's that coming from? I think it's coming from fans who are like I. I think fans assume Kaprizov would be the trade trip trade um, main trade guy for a center, like we assume Fiala would be. But I mean, you wouldn't give up Kaprizov. You just wouldn't. He's the only reason why your team is relevant chip right is now. What I was looking for. All due respect to trip. Kevin I said, Fiala. I meant chip trade chip. Yes. Um. Right and. Fiala is like, to me, he's at the top of the food chain of guys that you probably would consider trading in a deal that got you back what you were trying to get. I mean, Kuro Kaprizov, the franchise player. So anyway, Fiala's third. Second for now, and this this is subject to change, but right now, knowing what we do know, Daniil Hunter. Um, if the Vikings... If if Daniil Hunter is after the Joey Bosa contract and he's flat out saying, I'm not playing unless I either get more or at least the same as a contract that is comparable to a lot of quarterbacks' contracts in this league, I don't know that the Vikings can can afford that. And and I don't know that they are going to go down that path with the guy coming off um, surgery for a herniated disc. So for right now, I'm going to put Daniil Hunter second on this list. Interesting. I don't know that I'd put him more likely than Kevin Fiala, but I mean, the way you laid it out there, if, if, if he's got some negativity in his ear and he wants that Joey Bosa contract, then yeah, well, maybe they next week. We find out next week. We'll find out more. Number one, obvious Jose Barrios. Uh, Barrios wants to break the bank. The twins, clearly have tried to get him signed to team-friendly deals here for a couple of years, and at every turn, I think he has said no. And this comes down to one thing. I like him a lot, and I think he's a a good pitcher who is better than what you have across the board. Is he one of those five to eight guys who are just phenomenal true aces? The answer to that is no. Does he want to be paid like that? That's the question. Mm. And so I go Brios one, Hunter two, Fiala three, Buxton four, Cat five. There it is. Judd's packing order of now in terms of guys who I the guys who have a fifty percent chance or greater of being traded in the next few months, I think Barrios and Fiala. I don't think any of the other three are above fifty percent. I think it's a coin flip chance that both those guys get traded in I, the next I, couple months. I think on Hunter we need to find out what the animosity is going to be pretty quickly. Like, cause I can't tell if, if this were a one to 10, you know, is this a lot of smoke? Is there fire with him? I can't tell yet. You know, I put it like a four or five, but by the end of next week, it could be an eight. Like if the Vikings come out and, and they, they will probably do what a Schefter or somebody like that. And, at least on background, make it very clear. If they come out and are like, you know what? We're not doing this. We can't. We're not. He wants the Bosa contract, and we're saying no. Uh, that changes this game completely. What and then day he does, becomes like an eight. What day does the mini camp start next week? It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. So we'll know Tuesday if he is sh- uh, shown up. But if they're, all, if they're starting to leak stuff out now, my guess is they'll go full assault here. If if he is basically dug in, they'll go full assault as far as starting to leak stuff out themselves. Well, they already probably, started, they already started. I did. know, 
But I'm but I'm saying you could go to Schefter and be and and make it very clear we're not paying him that. Uh, and my guess is that would be out by like Thursday. Oh, here for it. Oh, it's a good thing we have a daily Viking show too called Purple Daily mm-hmm. that you can find anywhere you listen to podcasts. The Score North app, which is brand new, it's all refreshed. You can find all of Judd's written work and all of our videos and podcasts all across the Score North network. So check that out. Um, yeah, Federated is also on board with us here. We thank them for being a partner of Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily for a number of years. And they've been standing by business owners as well for over 100 years based in Owatonna. Uh, so check out all the resources that they can provide your business. You can also find out, too, if your business fits in with the businesses that they serve. There's a full list on federatedinsurance.com and all kinds of other tools and resources and information. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. I have a feeling a lot of the things we just talked about there in the first chunk of Mackie and Judd might come back around and Ooh. write that down. Ooh, so let's uh, let's take a you, deep breath. You think? And we will get to the most crunched and tight, dramatic batting title Ooh. race that we've. I'm just saying to this point. Oh, that's true. To this okay. point. That there is that we've had, and maybe it'll get even more dramatic and more tight. We'll see. <laughs> Write that down coming up next. Enjoy a weed-free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside pellets can eliminate weeds and lake muck. Aquaside has been trusted by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating. Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yeah, that's right. This is one of the tightest, if not the tightest, most dramatic batting average races we have had this late in a season. We're almost halfway through the season. And Judd, who's been basically leading the batting average race for a year and a half, mm-hmm. has conceded the race, at least to this point. To no, me. I'm not conceding anything. I well, have you, fallen behind. You have, given the, you have given the top slot away to me. I know, but I'm coming back after it. Uh, we are the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions, holds each other accountable, puts our reputations on the line each and every single week. We've got a guest listener, predictor, Carter, that's going to join us here in just a minute. But here are the ground rules for Write That Down. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We do this on both Mackie and Judd and on Purple Daily every Wednesday now. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate... Send us a message through the brand new Score North app. There's a feedback uh, section just on the bottom. There's like three or four different icons on the bottom. One of them is for feedback. You can send us a quick message, and we'll get those via email, and uh, we'll get back to you. Make sure you send us uh, the best contact information for you as well in that feedback message, and we will make sure that you get scheduled in the future. All right, boys, write that down this week. is presented by our friends at PXG Minneapolis. If you're looking to get out there, take some swings, and maybe cut down on strokes, Mm. maybe you're looking to just look better on the golf course. Well, PXG can help you in both those categories. The new Gen 4 golf clubs have arrived. These are the best-performing clubs that PXG has ever made. They also have new spring and summer apparel. 
has just arrived in store. So PXG Minneapolis and Southdale Center and find out more at pxg.com slash Minneapolis. Are you guys ready? Oh, I'm ready. Ready okay. to rock. Yeah, let's I can, see it. I can sense some nervous energy here because nobody knows. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you sold it's it. It's going to happen. You yeah. sold it. We'll start with Judd, as we always do, the accountability session here. A couple things came off the board for Judley. He said Tom Thibodeau will finish top three in NBA Coach of the Year. Oh, he won it. Tibbs, Coach of the Year. Darn, I wish I said, okay. No, is, he, is he the one that got away? Are we going to regret this, that we didn't side with Tom Thibodeau and Jimmy Butler? Uh, no, because he was also chief executive, which that was the biggest problem. Yep. Yeah. If he'd just been coach, it might have worked, actually. Yep. Yeah. Probably needed still a little bit more of a separation there between the two jobs. Yeah. Um, you also said Carl Anthony Towns will be the 2021 Ugh. NBA MVP a Ugh, couple was, of years back. I was premature with that prediction whenever I made it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I I also, this was this is a prediction that goes back five years ago. Oh, my God. Wow. I said Carl I Anthony Towns that. will win an MVP within the next five years. After he will be the man. <laughs> well, he is the man on that team anyways. Well, actually, Ant Edwards is the man. I was going to say, what about Ant? No. And I just want to throw this one out there because he made some headlines this week. Okay. Also, like five years ago, I said Johnny Manziel will star in a reality show before starting again in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't yet. He was a quarterback in that league that started up a few months ago where like the fans call the plays in real time. Yep. Uh, but he made headlines this week. He was on a Barstool podcast, and he told a story about making $33,000 in one month, signing apparel and you know, autographs and different things while he was at Texas A&M. And he, and he, he said he never signed anything for money uh, before he got his Heisman Trophy. But after he got the Heisman, he was taking money under the table to do private autograph signings. <laughs> he, I didn't yeah. hear that. And he, and, he, and he turns to the camera at one point, and he goes, and I guess if the NCAA wants to wants to sanction this and take away my trophies, then they can. And then he did. I'll just say a derogatory oh thing boy. toward the camera. <laughs> oh boy! So Johnny Ooh. Menzel, I think I still think there's a good chance that there's going to be some sort of like online bar stool reality How has this show. Not or something. happened yet. I don't know. I thought that he would be uh, primed to be like an e show or something, right? Yeah, like or like do, doesn't VH1 still do the like broken down celebrity show things? You know, do they? Dude, I, I just, no, like I they used to do like know. celebrity yeah, celebrity rehab club or yeah, yeah, that was rehab. Great. Yeah, 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 those yeah. are great. Doctor yeah. Drew, yep, those yeah. are great. He's unbelievable. All right, listeners had a couple things come off the board. Matt said the Knicks will lose Game Five to the Hawks. They did. Right. Very good. It's a tough one for Josh. Uh, he said, I think this is back in like January or February. Josh said the Vikings will go 12 and four this upcoming season and win oh. the North and end up as the two seed. Well, you can see the problem with yeah. the math there. Oh, he got Declan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you would have said 12 wins, yeah. this would still be on the board, but they, unless a game gets canceled, they mathematically cannot go. Write that down. So cruel. I know. Well, it can be so cruel. It can break your heart. I don't know. There was there was definitely some rumblings that the schedule would expand by uh by a game, and so maybe I don't know, Josh. Maybe Josh should have been uh should have been more on top of the the tea leaves there. I don't know. All right, Declan, you said the Lynx will win two of their next three games. They did. Congratulations. Yeah. 
Um, I also want to point out that you yeah. have uh, a prediction on the board that says I, Phil Mackey, will be mm-hmm. incorrect on at least five Bachelor-related predictions in 2021. Well, I'm two for three so far, so you need me to be wrong on at least four more okay. before you get this point. Okay. And now that we've got another season of The Bachelorette that just started this week, you yep. know that I'm going to be firing predictions hey, left and right. Th- thank you for at least firing them because you could just you could be you could play it no, safe dude. and 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 I'm not afraid of this. No, no, no. I'm I am not afraid of this. Well, so far he's winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah good I'm going to stare down the barrel of your prediction, and we'll yeah. see where the chips fall here. Take that. Yeah. Yep. I like that. All right, so here are the updated oh. batting averages. Look at this. Oh, my God. Wow. I, oh, what's going I on? cling to a one-point lead at 365 with one oh. home run. Judd at 364 with three home runs. Declan within six points at 359 with two home runs. And listeners are clinging within uh, about 50 points at 314 with two home runs. It really is anybody's game here. Write this down. I don't think the listeners have ever down. been this this high in the batting average race before, have they? Uh, I mean, damn, it is. I mean, uh, they, they've were rarely been above they, 300. They were yeah. in Sano territory. Yeah, they've rarely been above 300 because they get on here, and we'll, let's let's get our guy Carter in here because he's the guest listener predictor for this week. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes listeners get in here, they get all excited, and they want to swing for home runs, and it affects the batting average. Carter, what's your strategy today? Uh, I'm mostly swinging. Love yes. It. From the heels. Yeah. Now, are you aware that some of the pitchers that you might be facing are using spider tack and are just going to be throwing filthy breaking balls? I'll just step in the way of them then. Okay. There, wow, look at that. It's <laughs> like, like Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Take one for All the right. team. So we're going to go around the room three times. We'll start with Carter. Then we'll go to Judd, Declan, back to me, Phil. They must be quantifiable. Carter, lead us off. Fire away. Right, I'm not down. sure if somebody's already done this, but uh, Capri Soft will win the heart, the Memorial Heart Trophy next year. Ooh. No, I don't think I don't think we got the MVP for Kaprizov yet. No, nope. and even so, I think uh, write it down. You like writing things down. Yeah, you can you can double that prediction up even if it's on there. Yeah, um, you're good with that one. All right, Judd Zolgad, your first prediction. If he's healthy, Byron Buxton will be on the AL All Star roster this July. He oh, wow. will be the Twins representative. I was going through the list of potential guys to be picked, and let's just say it's not a real long list right now. So Buxton coming back will be on the AL All-Star roster this July. All right. That's that's kind of a parlay because you're also predicting that he's going to stay healthy for the next month or so yep. and play yeah, enough to be recognized. But he, he'll deserve it if he is. Yeah, we'll see. Write that down. All right, Declan. All right. Victor Rask will be acquired by the Seattle Kraken this summer. And I would like to explain my logic why, but a little tease because I'm a, because I'm a GD professional. Tune into Judd's hockey show later today, and oh, I'll explain wow. why Victor Rask right. will be acquired by the Seattle Kraken this summer. Wow, look at that. Just a cross-show tease right there. It's because the Kraken needs speed. I, I Tune into Judd's hockey show. Yeah, maybe maybe it's speed. Maybe it's some other reasons. I don't know. I don't Amazing. Know. Okay. All right. Write that down. I'm gonna. I'm trying to decide how far to go with my Donaldson Garrett Cole prediction. I'm gonna go. I, I. I'm gonna swing for more of a single here. Write this down. Sometime during tonight's game, Donaldson and or Cole will chirp at the other guy verbally. So you know how most interactions between batters and pitchers, they just hitter walks up, takes his swings, whatever, and there's no verbal. There's literally zero dialogue. Right. 
there will be dialogue between Garrett Cole and Josh Donaldson tonight during the game or or before the game in batting practice. I want to put that out there too. But I'm guessing it'll so happen wait, during the game. So we'll, do do we have to see like a like um you know a highlight of it? Like how how do we know or that they just talk or talk on the telecast? Or write about potential dialogue between the two. No, they will. They will be. They will be caught on camera. They will be caught on camera with one one guy speaking to the other one in some form. Okay. I'm trying to quantify. Like, I think one of them is going to, if Garrett Cole strikes out Donaldson, he's going to say something. Right. I hope it's not civil. It won't be. Okay. Good. That's off the record. It's hard to quantify that. I thought. I think I got you. Okay. Okay. All right. Back over to Carter here. Your second prediction. So I'm going to try swinging with my uh, with a blindfold over my eyes and a smaller bat, hoping for a home run. Oh, like Miguel Sano. That's how I played the baseball, yeah. <laughs> the Vikings, so this is a parlay. The Minnesota Vikings will make it to the NFC Championship. They will be down by five points within two minutes. And Kirk Cousins will throw the game-losing interception within the red zone. <laughs> Okay, I love this. Wow. I want I want to offer <laughs> oh a God. little I want to offer a little tweak to this so that you don't get totally screwed. I think it should be within 5 points. That's what I meant less. to say was within 5 points. Cuz if it's 4 and this happens and you get it wrong cuz you said 5, we don't want to have to do that. So, within 5 points. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> all right, you got all that decks? We yep. good? Yep. Okay. And then the calling for Kellen Monstops. That'll be us the next day on Purple Daily. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. For 2022? <laughs> you got that right. All right, back to Judd, your second prediction. Because I think I need to, at the very least, will this to actually take place. It has to happen soon. Matt Shoemaker will be DFA'd by the Twins <laughs> by the end of July. Matt I Shoemaker will be DFA'd. He has to be. You can't continue. There's no reason to continue down this path. So... Derek Falvey, Thad Levine, make it happen. Matt Shoemaker, we, DFA by the we, end of July. We need to comb through Judd's predictions and see what percentage of them are just like him hoping that something it's he, a he, he wants it to happen so bad, and he's trying to speak it into existence here. You know, it's hot out. Some hands are sweaty, dude. Matt Shoemaker. Who's who's pitching for the Twins tonight? Uh, it, it's Randy Dobnik v. Derek oh, Cole, God. which oh. pretty much sums up your <laughs> Twins 2021 season. <sighs> The Dodgers oh, against man. the Yankees, it always works out, you guys. Yeah, Don't worry about right. it. Think about that, like the arms race. And the Yankees have definitely have a need for starting pitching, too. But the fact that they can run out of Garrett Cole in a playoff game. Write that down. All right. Back over to Declan, your second prediction. All right. Uh, I'll just say in the heavyweight bout ding-ding that is Josh Donaldson versus Garrett Cole this evening at Target Field, I'll just say Josh Donaldson will collect at least one hit against Garrett Cole. So I'm just gonna, okay. He's going to get, get a base knock. So Josh Donaldson will collect at least one hit against Garrett Cole. Okay, I like it. Here for that. Write that down. All right, write this down. Taylor Rogers will be the first Twins player traded between now and the deadline. And I'll add this little tweak to it. Or he'll be included, like if it's a multiplayer trade, he will be um, he'll be in the first trade. So let's say it's him and Barrios or something in a package deal. I got you. He will be either the first player traded or included in the first trade by the Twins. I mean, teams are just always looking for arms, relievers specifically. Write that down. He's got a year and a half left in his deal. Like, there's just, they're, they're not going to give him a big money contract. I think he's 30 years old, so it just makes sense. 
Okay. All right, Carter, your final prediction, sir. Between now and the end of the month, Judd will miss out on the rest of one of your guys' podcasts due to technical difficulties. <laughs> I love it. So he has to this this happened on Purple Daily about three weeks ago. It was the only so, time it's ever happened. So he has to have like Technical difficulties would knock Judd out of the show, and then he doesn't come back in time for the end of the taping, right? That's Correct. the parameters here? Okay. Okay, Declan, no like sabotage. No, well, no, I mean, no, no. We could also, if Judd, if Judd ducks out because of technical problems, we could also just wrap the show within like 30 yeah. seconds <laughs> and get Carter a point. I here. love, the, I love power, this, The power in our hands. I, I only missed. I only I had technical this. difficulties once, Carter. It was it, only once. It was a four-minute four show today. We got to go. Yeah. Sorry, we needed to get Carter a point and write that down. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. All right, Carter, since you're, uh, you're sitting here, this is a life-changing, massive platform that you've stumbled into today. Is there anyone in your life that you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Uh, Matthew Collar. <laughs> he, awesome. He's a. I, I've gotten so much more into all of this just strictly because of him. I enjoy listening to him and through him, you guys. So, right on, man. Thanks, dude. Yeah, Collar man. does an awesome job. Purple Insider. If a lot of people wonder, uh, you know, what's Collar doing? Purple Insider is his podcast, and he's crushing it. So, Carter, good work on your predictions. We'll get you on again sometime. Oh, wow. he's, he's, they're coming for you, Carter. That was a motorcycle. Okay. Thanks, Carter. That, Thanks, that, was, Carter. that was just indigestion from yeah. Judd. Right there. Yeah, it's my morning it's collar. Stomach. It's collar uh, coming to get him on purple inside. It really it was. It was Taco Tuesday yesterday. That's right. It's, it's coming through right now. All right, back over oh. to Judd Zilgad. Write that down. That's gross. Okay, my final write that down pr- prediction. And I did stay on the theme of twins things that I want to see take place. Andrelton Simmons will be traded by July the 4th. So by the 4th of July, Anderson Simmons will be gone. Okay. Like there's no reason to continue. And he made another error last night. He missed the bag. Dude. Um, it's just, it's not, it just didn't work. Okay. Like it, it's fine. They, they took a shot. I, I appreciate the shot, but Dude, there's shoot, other yeah. things. There's other things that you can do now to get guys playing time who you clearly need to see. And if the, Yankees and Astros series are going to be your final test before you decide what to do. I got news. Start now. I was so excited for that Simmons signing too. Yeah, my God, yeah, like, yes. he's just been so and good. And Donaldson as well. So was I. But I mean, yeah. it's just it. At some point in time, you just say it didn't work out. Yeah. Yep. All right, Write Declan. It down. You like writing things down. Yeah, clearly, I think we're all on the same page here because I also have a Twins trade prediction. The Twins will trade a player on their active roster by month's end. So the Twins will trade right. a player on their active roster by month's end. I so will, the twenty-six man, the yeah, twenty-six yeah. So man. I, I was going to say established, but then I didn't want to get grayed out because there there could be some stupid technicality on on established. So I'm just going to put the Twins will trade a player on their active roster by month's end. It's sort of like that. Yeah, we would like never that. hunt you down oh, on no. a technicality like, in no, this I, segment. In fact, no, no, no. I like to put a name to that, Dex. You two are <laughs> Come on, put a name to it. You, you two are Step two and three. Play. You two are two and three. The listeners are the ones who sabotage and put in our DMs and my and Phil's DMs of actually. Well, Declan said a world heavyweight championship, and uh, Christian never did that. So, <laughs> well, actually, so yeah, so actually uh, that did happen. That did happen. So yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to get burned 
All right. If anyone's gonna burn, it's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna burn myself. Okay. I'm not gonna. Not gonna let that happen. Not gonna wow. Burn. All right. Okay. Easy, Kane. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. I will light myself Suck on it. fire. <laughs> and now I'm the mayor of some small Tennessee yeah. town. Knox uh, County. Knox County, baby. All right. Final prediction here. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. So as you guys know, Monday night, the launching of, I believe, season 17 of The Bachelorette. And we've got Katie. Katie, Katie. Thornton or something. Yeah, Camera, or yep. Thorson. Thorson. Katie. Yep. She's great. And uh, and Katie, they always have to sort of brand. They've got to pick out one thing about The Bachelor, Bachelorette that they really hammer home, right? So a few years back, it Colton was the bachelor and he was a virgin. Well, as it turned out, the real headline is Colton was gay and <laughs> and that came out like a few months ago. But so the branding of Katie Judd and Dex, did you watch on Monday night? I didn't. I have to catch up, man. I have to catch up. Okay. But go ahead and spoil. You're good. So so Katie prides herself <laughs> on being sex positive. Yep. Okay. She's very open about her sexuality. She's a good she likes follow. she likes sex. Okay. And she's very open about this. So write this down. Katie will either confirm or infer strongly, and we can, Declan and I, we can bring this to the table, yep. that she was, shall we say, sex positive with one of the contestants before Fantasy Sweet Week. She's going to hook up with one of the contestants before Fantasy Sweet Week. No problem. Write it down. Got it. And I will say uh, third base or home. Third base <laughs> or home. Okay. Okay. And then we can sort this out. Getting very particular here. I just want to tell you, Judd, it's very rare the, the 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 norms and the way that the Bachelor and Bachelorette is set up. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to seal the deal until you get to the final four, so which is fan, or final like three, this. which is Fantasy yeah. Sweet Week. So the producers won't be happy about this. I think they'll actually be thrilled with it, but thrilled. it's not. Yeah, yeah. it's not so part who, of the normal who is process. The, the former big league pitcher who's in this. Oh. There's like a Baltimore Oriole pitcher. Yeah, I I can't remember his or name. Or using our system. Yeah, um, I honestly can't remember. So it's not that big a deal. So, yeah, it was. <laughs> well, yeah, what well, it wasn't like Mike Mussina or anything. <laughs> uh, Mike Planeta. Hey guys, I'm single. Mike who? Mike Planeta. Oh, I said Michael Pineda. Michael, no. Michael Pineda, hey! No. Take that off your pine tar on his neck. I got some, got some sticky stuff Pelinata. over here. I got some. Oh, my gosh. I just had a terrible thought that I can't say or I shouldn't say. Okay, then don't do it. Um, no, I, but, why I just said that. No, I, know, I think I know where you're going. What's that on your neck? Is yeah. that? God. <laughs> God, well, dude. Could, could it be used for more than one? Could it be used for more oh. than one purpose? Oh, God. Hey, hey look, look. There are... Was it Why? Gaylord Perry? Somebody, somebody acknowledged Why? it after the fact that they used KY jelly to to goop oh, up the witches. Oh, I don't know if I it was Gaylord. Their, their yes, I do language. remember. No, this. no, no, no. I think Gaylord said that he had used KY jelly on the baseball. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Mike Planeta, uh, fourteen hundred at bats in the minor leagues, and he slashed two thirty eight, two twenty seven, and at an OPS of five eighty nine. So not a. I gotta stop by this by the sex store. I'm starting tonight. I need some <laughs> I need some goop. Sorry. 
Okay, give me your stickiest substance. Please. Hey, Mike Pineda, why are you in sex world? world? Oh, just, just yes, Katie, Katie, Katie's awesome. Katie's a good Instagram follow. Look at Declan trying to avoid. Yep, trying, trying to get the hell off of what the hell we're trying to do here. But yes, Katie's, Katie's a podcast. Declan just podcast. we can dabble. Declan yeah. grabbing the wheel and yeah. just turning it to the uh, left. I, right I, I told, I told, uh, I was on the back pocket <laughs> podcast with uh, with my guys Andrew and Declan, and I told them they asked like wow, so many Declans. What yeah. so many? It was a, it was a Declan party to be completely honest. But they said, you know, what what is the producer you know like what, what do you equate it to i was like i'm the brakes on the car so I'm, I'm not i'm not driving the car per se i'm not making the car even go but when you rely on me it is up to me to make sure no one dies in the car yep. and the car stays on the road the driving instructor on the brakes you on the brakes on the brake the brake on the uh, on your side just in case yeah that you have to brake for just make sure that your uh your your led screen isn't turned to uh Adult films like was it Eddie Griffin? Isn't that how? Oh yeah, Eddie Griffin got uh, arrested one time. Yeah, and and then unfortunately, Center. and then unfortunately died. Right. Well, that was a di- yeah. That was later. Yeah, that was that was a yeah. different. Yeah, I think he cra- I think he I think he was watching uh, adult an adult movie in his car, and di- didn't he crash right in front of like Santana's or something? Yeah, Mr. Santana's. Mr. Santana's. Yeah. 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 Great euros, Mr. Santana's. Good euros there. Really? Yeah, I used to get really at, at when I would visit buddies at the I U. Know that. It was a it was a great uh, drunken two a.m. stumble. Really good euros. That's really great. I think there used to be two Santana okay. stores. There was one off Fourth, yeah. and then one a block down off yeah. University. University, yeah. Anyways, okay, that was fun. All right, good talk wow. there, boys. All right, heck of a talk. All right, <laughs> oh my god, great. We'll just sit here awkwardly until mm-hmm. yeah. Declan. Uh, all get here for Sex World. If you're still <laughs> get here for KY. <laughs> If you're pitching tonight, I got an idea for you. Just stop in, just blocks from Target Field. Oh my god! <laughs> just, just, uh, just a little dab up to the first knuckle, and you'll be fine. <laughs> oh Watch the movement on that ball. All right, see you guys tomorrow. Think you can only get groceries delivered through Instacart? Actually, you can shop over 900 stores, including Best Buy, Kroger, Sephora, Safeway, Bed Bath and Beyond, Dick's Sporting Goods, and more with fast delivery today. And with Klarna, you'll have more time to pay. So if you need a beret, a fillet, or stuff to play croquet while listening to reggae down by the bay with a divorcee and a toupee, Instacart and Klarna is a better way to shop. Man, I lost it. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply.